Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Maybe a little extra pumped today, Larry Morgan. Is that, do you think that's a, a result of the Rams winning or, or what, what do we got? Hold on. <sighs> We've been waiting 10 days for that, right? I uh, I uh, definitely was waiting until uh, end of game to breathe yeah. again. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Kevin. Um, you have known me for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I would be willing to say that you've never seen me anything other than relatively even keeled. You don't definitely. see me lose my temper. You don't see me like I don't have wild swings of emotion in in real life. Yeah, 100 percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Even keeled is the exact term I would have chosen. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you had been watching, been watching me yesterday <laughs> during this game, you would have seen a side of me that I am not proud of uh, <laughs> everything from uh, pacing back and forth in the living room using words that um, a sailor would blush at, I really feel like I was very close to being one of those people you hear about who would throw a heavy object through the TV screen at one point if it had gone a certain way. And and I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I am not proud of that, Kevin. Sure. But, um, boy, the anxiety that game caused me yesterday because there was so much that felt good for such a good amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Oh, yeah, Larry, boy. Larry hit it on the head. If you, uh, if you didn't watch the game as a quick recap and by recap, we're not going play by play. Essentially what happened is a big lead in the, in the first half, literally it, it was 28 to three, which was the iconic Super Bowl score against the Falcons that, uh, that the Patriots came back by. So it was kind of an irony right. there. And, um, the, what was the final score? I think it, it, it was 28, three at the, at the half or, go, or just after the half ended up being 31, 26 or something like that. Very 31, close. 27, 27. Maybe? Yeah. I can't the, the, the Falcons just kept scoring in the second half. The Rams kept not scoring. And it turns out in a football game, that is not a good combination for trying to win. Um, so, And it would have been a really, I mean, look, to, to, to have that much of a resurgence in the first half and then to lose that game that way, there would have been uh, some, I mean, imagine what we'd be talking about today. Imagine what yeah. the coaching staff would be having to go through today uh, about uh, a real collapse. And and there's still some concern there. Yeah. But luckily, you do have, I mean, look, Jalen Ramsey, who's got a little beat up last week and, you know, it has high expectations on him. The fact that uh, a superstar like that comes through yeah. at the end. A big interception to, to, end, to ice the game, literally yeah. sealed the win. It was incredible. He had some hops on that interception, by the way. That was insane. No. 
to get up and I mean, you see his height. He's not the tallest no. guy in the world. For him to get up there and snatch that out of that Falcons from behind, hand, it's not like just, it was an easy interception. He was behind no. the dude. Yeah, that was incredible. And clean as yeah. So I mean, look, there is no doubt that was an exciting game. I would have much preferred uh, two similar halves, <laughs> but it does lead me actually to you know we don't want to dig too deeply into stats, but uh, this feature, which uh, very could very well could possibly be. A regular feature here on <laughs> Welcome to the Bandwagon. Uh, by the way, welcome everybody. I don't think we, welcome uh, aboard. Sorry, we just that. got so carried away with our emotions. But welcome to the bandwagon. I hope, I hope everybody's breathing a little easier today on this. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, you know, a couple of uh, episodes ago, we did a rate Matthew Stafford's performance feature here on the podcast, Kevin. And uh, of course, I did a little twisty, a little switcheroony mm-hmm. because we were so not wanting to have to address the loss to the Bills and move on, (laughs) that what we did was rate Matthew Stafford's performance in his Little Caesars commercial, where he delivered this spectacular line. Pizza, pizza! Yeah, right. And Larry, by the way, ever since you brought that up, I have seen that commercial 7,000 times. It's just, it is always on. (laughs) Not just that commercial, but if you did watch the game yesterday, uh, and, I, you know, depending on, like, how you watch it, if there's a streaming service you use or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if it was NFL ticket, you probably didn't get to watch it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you heard about that, Mm-mm. but they had they had troubles again uh, two weeks in a row Yikes. with uh, with uh, people's inability to watch the early game yesterday. So uh, they're going through some stuff. But uh, if you were paying attention yesterday, there is more than one more than one. Little Caesars commercial that features Matthew Stafford. And there is one clearly that runs, obviously, they're going to place it during a Rams game. So I thought we would actually do a little bit more of a hybrid feature today, which is uh, episode two of uh, Rate Matthew Stafford's Performance that will integrate his Little Caesars performances with his performance on the field versus the Atlanta Falcons wow, Larry, yesterday. You're getting wild, yeah. man, and I love it. I love it. I know. I'm I'm pushing the envelope here. Now, <laughs> yeah, the the other spot that I'm talking about involves Matthew Stafford, basically in kind of a training camp for <laughs> Little Caesars, mm-hmm. and he goes through a series. Let's say a series of progressions, mm-hmm. which quarterbacks are apt to do, in trying to get the signature tagline down. Pizza, pizza. Now that mm-hmm. doesn't work that great. He gets another shot. Pizza, pizza. And better, but we're still not there, right? So Pizza, pizza! All right, so (laughs) he finally, that's a really aggressive one. (laughs) Yeah, sure is. And by the way, kudos to the Little Caesars uh, marketing department who however long ago decided, you know what, our tagline is simply going to be just somebody saying what we make. And somebody else in the room went, how about twice? Two times. Just two times in a row. <laughs> pizza, pizza. All right. No so, mistake in that, right? <laughs> so, Kevin, here's what I'm going to ask you. This involves you here. I'm going to ask you to rate Matthew Stafford's performance in the game against the Atlanta Falcons based on this sliding scale. Is it going to be uh, this? Pizza, pizza. Which is kind of lame. <laughs> is it going to be this? Pizza, pizza. An improvement, but not great. Uh-huh. Or is it going to be this? Pizza. Pizza! Uh, just uh, like dead on, on target, getting yes. it right. All right? So okay. you, you understand the concept. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sort of like low-end pizza, medi- medium pizza, like high-energy pizza pizza. Yeah, I, I got yeah, it. like the meat lovers would be totally. <laughs> the top one totally. if you like meat. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's start with Matthew Stafford's performance in the first half 
of the game. Uh, where would you rate Matthew Stafford's performance? Here? Pizza, pizza. Here? Pizza, pizza. Or here? Pizza, pizza! In the first half. I mean, I'm tempted to go full on with the, with the yeah, the high pizza, pizza. He killed it. Pizza, pizza! Yeah. yeah. You know what? To me, that sounds absolutely right. At one point, he went 12 for 12 passing. Yeah. Things were really humming. His first incompletion actually was an interception in so. the Falcons, uh, by the Falcons in the end zone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, look, uh, we all know Stafford is prone to interceptions. He's a bit of a gunslinger. He's He goes for the big plays sometimes. Yeah. And whether that's a good decision or a bad decision, we know he makes interceptions he has throughout his career. But that first half was such a turnaround from what we saw against the Bills. Yeah. So completely agree with you on that. I think uh, judges, yes. They say, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I still, you know what? You would think I would have loaded up a, a ding, ding, ding by this time. Um, <laughs> I got your back, Larry. <laughs> now, uh, on the other hand, Kevin, where would you rate Matthew Stafford's second half? performance here pizza pizza here pizza pizza or here pizza pizza i mean if i if i I think i'm gonna go on the opposite extreme there i mean i think that's the singular pizza 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 yeah Yeah. i i gotta say uh pretty rough yeah and and it's not all on on stafford either i mean he did throw another interception which was uh in my memory just a really bad you know uh decision (laughs) but also they're just they're they just really seemed out of sync they definitely looked like the Rams of week one yeah. versus the Bills, I think. So, yeah. again, uh, absolutely. Now, how about overall for the game? <laughs> just just the entire game. If you add those two together, yes. does it even out or does it ultimately come out on the upside? So here. Pizza, pizza. Here. Pizza, pizza. Or here. Pizza, pizza. Well, math class, I learned that you, you add the two together and then you divide by the number it is. So three plus one divided by two equals two. I'm going right in the middle with the middle pizza, pizza. I, I, that's that's my Pizza, record. pizza. There it that is. That one. Uh, yep. Yes. Okay. You know what, Kevin? I think you're dead on. Uh, now, here, here's a, a little bit of an outlier. Uh, and this is a, this really gets in the weeds with it. Oh, by the way, overall, he was 27 for 36, 272 yards. That's 75%, so technically a, a, a C. Okay, all uh, right. Uh, uh, three touchdowns, but two interceptions. But I still think that leans toward uh, the middle of the pack, especially when you have some pretty high expectations for that high-powered offense to be able to get it there. So, Definitely. sorry, Matthew, but uh, you're only getting middle ground there. Uh, how about, this is the last one. Sure. But it's only been two games, so, you know, these numbers could be all over the place, but this is going to take you guessing because I guarantee you don't follow this stat. Because <laughs> I know I, I don't. Uh, what is Matthew Stafford's quarterback rating yeah. for the first two games of the year, according to ESPN? Where is his quarterback rating in the pack? Is it here? Pizza, pizza. Here? Pizza, pizza. Or here? Pizza, pizza! First of all, I'd like to say that I think the quarterback rating should be based on that pizza, pizza system always because I still don't really know what a quarterback rating is or how they get the numbers. So so if you're listening nobody, to this and you're like, does. what the hell is a quarterback rating? Don't worry, you're not the only one. I'm going to guess that it's, I would, oh God, I would hope that it's that it's middle of the road, pizza, pizza, pizza the second one. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. Kevin, dead on again. Unlike me, you are really good at these uh, games. Of course, Give I me make, a bunch of I don't, I, don't, I don't make them as freaking tricky as you yeah, do to right. try and fool me. Right. I, uh, everything's out there in the open. But yes, uh, according to ESPN, Matthew Stafford currently has a 49.8, which is not great, but it's early in the season, so nobody's looking great, really. Yeah. But he is number 17 out of 32 quarterbacks. To me, that is right in the middle right in the of the middle. pack. Sure. Uh, just so you know, he's just below Carson Wentz oh. and just above Russell Wilson. Wow. Um, 
and uh, to really hurt um, right now, number one quarterback rating, uh, according to ESPN, is Josh Allen. Oh, the, yeah. Well, Bills. that's not surprising and good for him, but yeah. it sucks for us. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, look, uh, you know, two games in, uh, it, it's really hard to tell which team is going to be showing up, but we know that Super Bowl championship. Uh, I mean, Cooper Cup showed up. Oh yeah, uh, a whole bunch of other uh, a whole bunch of other guys showed up. Uh, Robinson uh, yep. uh, showing signs. You know, uh, there were so many good things in that first half. I I choose just to think about that performance. Yes. So Matthew Stafford, we we still have a great deal of faith in you. Speaking of performances, uh, I will tell you, and this really hurts to say this as a USC guy, but. Um, yeah. I'm going to say this, and this might be controversial, and this might be a hot take, but I believe that color commentator Mark Sanchez is a worse TV commentator than he was an NFL quarterback. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, as a USC guy, I hate that, and that might sound mean, but wow, yeah. Mark, wow. It's a it's a hot take, but not not uh, not an unpopular one based on based on what I based on my scrolling through of Twitter in the last uh, yeah. in the last few hours. Yeah, Mark yeah. Sanchez. For for those who don't know, just to, just you know, in case we have new fans coming aboard, Mark Sanchez was a a, a very successful and popular quarterback at USC. I can't even remember the years, but like 10 to 15 years ago now, somewhere in that. Um, And came out pretty early. He had such heat around him that he did leave for the NFL draft at a time where he maybe hadn't realized his full potential at the collegiate level. And he got drafted uh, very early, as they uh, often want to do. The Jets made a very poor decision (laughs) and drafted him um, as their quarterback, which got them in the playoffs, I guess, for two seasons in a row, but he was not, spec- I mean, he was not a spectacular uh, addition. To, uh, you know, they had a pretty good running game and, and he had a few good games, but the notorious butt fumble will always yeah. be a, be a, Google be a it if you don't know. Jets he liter- literally uh, runs face first into his own center, I believe, but just, and that that's probably what he's most. And knocks the ball out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And lo- yeah, exactly. That's probably what he's, the play he's most famous for. So not a successful NFL career. Now he's a color commentator for Fox broadcast. So every now and then there's a roving crew of people who do the Fox games, including shout out to Joe Davis, announcer of the Dodgers, who I am, I, obviously I'm biased because I'll bring any chance to bring up the Dodgers, but I think does a, fa- a, a spectacular job uh, in anything yeah. that he calls. He was not part of this game. Mark Sanchez's right. color commentary. Here was my take on it as I was watching the game, as I was like, Mark Sanchez is trying to be like Tony Romo, but just not doing it as well. I, I think Tony Romo does a great job. He just, he he kept trying to drop in these little quips and these little, you know, um, I don't know. It was it was very much a, a, a trying too hard kind of thing, in my opinion. He was really struggling, I think, to get the right kind of information out. And as somebody who has played, you would think he would have greater insight. Yeah. But uh, he, 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 I mean, there were times where I was trying to help him along from my side of the yeah. TV. It's like, yeah, maybe mention this, Mark. What about that? Oh, and he just kind of wouldn't get there. Well, throughout, and I, I'm not good at that. I'm not saying I'm good at that. Totally, but yeah, but you, you were, you could sense that he needed some assistance there, and and <laughs> and um, I, 
here's what I did is throughout the game, I just started putting in my little notes in my phone, little things that Mark Sanchez was saying because I just almost couldn't believe them or they were so like dad jokey that I had to take them down. And I, I turned these into a three question game for you, Larry, that I don't have a name for, but basically Mark Sanchez has totally inspired me to, to hopefully crush your spirits once again <laughs> and give you some difficult questions. I thought about this. I was like, I, I could just present these and not make Larry answer questions. But I was like, where, where's the fun in that? You know, this is this is especially difficult because you just went four for four in uh, our little <laughs> exactly, quiz. Exactly, I so, sure did. You know what? It's fine. Okay, it's fine. well, let's do. Well, okay. So the most, the most, I would say, popular thing that he said, the most, the most talked about thing that he said was when he was talking about um, our center, Coleman Shelton. He 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 cleared out the defenders. He blocked the defenders really well and created a great lane. <laughs> and the way Mark Sanchez chose to say that, he said, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears out his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. That was said during the game and Twitter just blew up, right? Wow. And um, wow. yeah, it was a it was a wow moment. See, because teenage boys and their web browsers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, that's that's one he had tucked away. He I, yeah. had that because he he is he was not that quick for the rest of the game. No, <laughs> and had, it's it was so funny you say that because that and several other things that he said, I was like, okay, he wrote that thing down and had it ready to go. That or somebody <laughs> else wrote it for him I don't I was like that did not come off the cuff for him yeah. but um so he says that, that he's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears out his search history on his web browser what Good I did God. Larry is let's talk about the internet shall we I looked up what the most visited websites in the United States are and um, this is based off of just the month of August, FYI. That was the way they had they had the breakdown. So I have four options for you, and I'm I'm I want you to name which of the following was not in the top ten of the most visited sites in the United States on all of the all internet. Right. So which one of these was right. not in the top not ten? In the top ten, all I right. have a Google.com, B has to be okay, B Reddit.com, C PayPal.com. Or D, Twitter.com. Which of those four was not in the top 10, Larry? Uh, I would say Twitter.com simply because most people utilize that as an app on their phone, which would not register as a a go-to site. So most people are not using that on a desktop or a laptop. So I'm going to say Twitter.com. Let me hear that ding. I am yeah. so impressed, Larry, and and, ah. and on, quite honestly relieved. As much as I like to make fun of you losing, I don't like when you lose. I want to see you win. So this is this is a good start. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought maybe the PayPal.com would throw you off. I was surprised to see that one, but I guess it makes sense. It's the way people exchange money. Um, just a quick rundown of the top 10, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Amazon, iCloud.com, Reddit, Apple, PayPal, Yahoo, Instagram, and Twitter was number eleven. So um, it just it was just out of the final out of the final oh, ten. Wow, I know, okay. very surprising. Who's using Yahoo still? <laughs> I, I do not know. <laughs> really? I, I, is, is is Ask Jeeves in there somewhere? <laughs> Maybe Holy we cow. we need to get it up there. We need we, our listeners need to get Ask Jeeves in this top oh, ten. That's our that's go. our next. It's still goal. around, people. It's still around. <laughs> So um, after uh, after Cooper Cup made a great touchdown catch and, and really a great throw by Matthew Stafford, just kind of lofted into the end zone. Cooper Cup caught it. Um, 
Sanchez was commenting on what a precise throw it was. And he said, uh, the way he said it was, it's one thing to drop it in a bucket. It's another to drop it in a shot glass or a red solo cup. And, um, you know, as <laughs> kind of silly as that was, I was like, well, at least that painted some good imagery. Because he's right. It was a perfectly placed little toss. Right. So, but let's keep in mind, a shot glass, very tiny, red solo cup, a little bit bigger. L- you could have pick, picked one, pick one of those. I th- yeah, I think that... I <laughs> think the such sh- a weird comparison. I think he could have stuck with the shot glass. Um, I I think he wanted to drop in the uh, the red solo cup reference just because uh, I think a good portion of America loves their red solo cups. And that's why I created a question about red solo <laughs> cups for you, oh, unsurprisingly. Okay. <laughs> and it's just simple. It's as simple as this. Larry, how many red solo cups are produced each year? Oh, good Lord. I know, I know. And I, I was not going to make you just guess it. I gave you options, so you have four options to choose from. Is it $4.4 billion? billion, 6.4 billion, or 7.4 billion. How many red solo cups produce each year? Billions. I know. Billions. I know. Well, um, clearly, you know, it's going to be a big number. There are are so many fraternities in the world um, alone. And also, you know, uh, family reunions. (laughs) You know, how many things? Exactly. Um, I'm inclined to go... With the highest number, seven point four billion. I, I mean, if you're th- if these things are used around the world, I would imagine they're they're quite popular. They look pretty uh, cheap and easy to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, probably filling up landfills yeah. ar- around the world to great heights. Uh, I'm going to go seven point four billion. I love it, Larry. <laughs> I love it. You're killing <laughs> two for it. Two. two for two, knocking it out of the park. Seven point four billion, and and to do uh, to do my uh, social responsibility, my my global duty. Um, yeah, you're right. Those things. Those <laughs> you things. You said duty. Duty. <laughs> Any chance Sorry. I get? Um, those things are filling up landfills, right? These are these are. I, look, I don't know. I didn't go into a deep dive of what red solo cups are exactly made of, but I understand it's plastic and yes. uh, non recyclable, <laughs> and and just sits in landfills. What I did discover. Upon this research, is that there is a company called Earth Cups. They make their cups the exact same size as Red Solo cups, and they're 100% biodegradable. They're made of resin, wow. corn resin, and uh, and even Mark Cuban is getting in on this. So I, I'll take a second to plug Earth Cups and uh, and say, you know, next time you're playing beer pong, maybe use one of these biodegradable cups and uh, enjoy your beverage and um, and and save the planet all at the same time, wow. right? That's a great idea. Look at you. I know. Look at you being uh, uh, ecologically, uh, uh, I don't know. Responsible? <laughs> I don't know. We're recording this still too early. I haven't had more, even though I won the game. I think I turned my brain off when I, when I, uh, when I got those first two done. <laughs> You're like, like okay. I've done all the thinking I need to do. Yes. All right. So we'll so. forgive you if you missed the very last one that we got here for you. Okay. Um, this was uh, this was nothing super fancy in what he said, but he was he was talking about how Matthew Stafford. I think he had thrown his second interception or or made another turnover, something like that. And uh, Mark Sanchez was saying, hey, you know, bad plays come in bunches, which is great if you're at the grocery store um, and did, did not finish that thought. Because You see, because things are sold in bunches, it, bananas, for example. No, but, but how is it great? How, yeah. how, is, how does that? Okay. Yeah. Bad plays right. come in bunches, which is great if you're at the grocery store. But see, the but, thing is, Larry, but, not yeah, great but, on a football yeah. field. No, nor nor great in a grocery store because how do bad, bad okay go ahead. So here's what I did is is I'd say the most mark, common mark, thing mark. sold in bunches are are, are fruit um, as as we're aware bananas was the example I gave. So here's what I got for you, Larry. Which of the following <laughs> fruit 
was not in the top five of fruit sold last year in 2021. So we're looking at the <laughs> top five fruit sold in 2021. Which Next of these- time I see you in person, I'm going to slap <laughs> you, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I know you're a fruit connoisseur, Larry. Which of these was uh, was not, like my fruit. not in the top five? I have- Not in the top yep, five. I have bananas, grapes, mm-hmm. watermelon, and uh-huh. blueberries. All right. Watermelon. Going right for watermelon. <laughs> uh, it's somewhere near the top, but uh, not in the top five. <sighs> Sorry you didn't get your three what? for three. It, it, it is actually blueberries. I was I was surprised water. Oh. That's, you know, not surprisingly. That's why I included watermelon because I did not you think know, it would be in the top five. Blueberries can be a little on the expensive side. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So those those others, that makes sense. And, and you know, water, watermelon, very, very popular in the summer. And a lot of people pick those up and they're and they're relatively cheap. You're exactly right. Uh, I just figured that's such a, it's such an investment. It's so, you know? They're so big. Not, I mean, of time and effort. <laughs> exactly. To, to, to lug a watermelon, cut it up, divide it up you know, cross your fingers that it actually is going to be sweet and tasty, uh, you know, thumping it. I've never found that to be, anyway, we could analyze watermelons all day. Fact, it's going to sound like I was going to there for a minute. Next too. episode will be our, our watermelon special. So we'll dig a little yeah, deeper. we got to have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Your top five were bananas, strawberries, grapes, apples, watermelon, and, and blueberries was number seven. So we can wrap that okay. up, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you know, overall, I'm going to give you a ding for today. That was two out of three. It was very impressive. Good job, Larry. Two out of three. Good. Well, uh, I would say maybe I was pizza, pizza. <laughs> that's how good I, I I did. I think that's a pretty good uh, 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 for me. You know, if you're going a sliding scale of of my past record, yeah, I was definitely at the top end of that. Totally. So. Well, you know, we we both got a win in our various games today. Uh, the Rams took away a win on Monday, so we we are ha- you know again. Let's not focus on the the downfall, which I know everyone will focus on. Let's just, we're one and one. We got we got the one in the in the win yes. column, and that's all I'm happy about. That's all I care about. Got the monkey off our back, absolutely, uh, although it was a bit of a struggle and it was at home. Uh, it, it's going to be maybe a little more difficult next week. A uh, travel game, away game at Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona had uh, their own come-from-behind uh, win yesterday, if I remember correctly. So, um, I mean, they're not uh, a team to be overlooked, but the Rams, if they perform the way they did in the first half, should be able to take care of Arizona. I'm still a little concerned about our defense. Um uh, getting all the right pieces in place and uh, giving up a little bit too much yardage and a little too many big plays. And they definitely have uh, the, the Cardinals the ability to, you know, uh, watching uh, former USC receiver Drake London catch virtually every pass that got thrown yesterday for the Falcons, by the way, Scary. Was, yeah. was, was like, oh, wow. Um, he, you know, you got a good receiver out there. You're going to you might get dinged a little bit. So but we've got uh, more to address before we get there. In fact, uh, look forward to our big uh, all watermelon special <laughs> on Thursday. It's going to be juicy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so uh, please, if you get a chance, if you in any way find this enjoyable, we hope that you subscribe. We are here twice a week. Also, if you get the chance to rate us uh, on whatever platform you listen to this uh, fine award-winning podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, free on the Odyssey app and anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, tell your other Rams fan friends to jump on board. You're more than welcome here. We would love to welcome all who want to be a part of this very pizza pizza season so far. <laughs> yes. Hope and hopefully we get that pizza pizza through the roof. Uh pizza pizza! Yeah. Fingers crossed. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin.